You're listening to the Platte River Bard. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Platte River Bard. This is Chris Berger. And I'm Sherry Berger. And we are here today at the Benson Theater talking to them about their newest play, American Son. That is written by Christopher Demos Brown and is currently being directed by Kathy Tyree. And right now, we are here talking with Moira Mongemelli. Did I get that right? That is. Thank you very much. She's the executive assistant here at Benson Theater and the person who does everything that no one else knows what to do about, which is probably the most valuable person in the entire theater. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Moira, for talking with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's great to see you guys here. It's nice to meet you. And this is just such a beautiful theater. Yes, this is our first time here. I mean, the presentation is just pretty amazing. Yes, we are actually right in the middle of the theater right now. Yes. Yeah, it's it's such a great place to come to work to every day I have to tell you it's it is it's beautiful and and I think it has a great um, blend of new but also really Mm -hmm. it still looks sort of nostalgic it does kind of a little bit of an art deco but not real but kind of right yeah Yeah, I love it it's really beautiful yes it still has that new theater smell Mm -hmm. it does (laughs) we don't get we don't do we don't get to do that very much So you are an executive assistant mm-hmm. here at right. the theater. Yep. So you've seen a few shows, uh, just a few shows so far since it reopened. Right. We uh, The theater opened, sort of unofficially opened um, last fall, and they did 20th Century Blues, and I, I acted in that. Oh. And then um, in last spring, they did Choir Boys. Um, so this is the third, American Sun will be the third in-house production that we've done. The season that Benson is going to have is always going to consist of a little bit of everything, a little bit of theater and a little bit of music. Yes, we do. And film and and dance and comedy and spoken word and magic. And yeah, a a little bit of everything. It really, I think the main, the easiest way to think about it is that um, Benson Theater is all about community. Mm-hmm. And so we nice. uh, we have our ear to the ground in terms of what what does this community want, and we we are very committed to working with um, populations who are underserved, and yeah. So I think if somebody if people if we're getting the feel that people want more comedy, then we're going to put more comedy in there. But mm-hmm. it also is really open uh, for rental. For mm-hmm. we have over a hundred community partners, so we hope that you know our community partners will come and present something here so it's it's sort of a I mean really that's the best thing it's it's for the community Mm -hmm. it's your theater yeah well and right in the heart of Benson for sure yeah Yeah. so what's been your biggest challenge so far I think getting people to know about us really that really is I mean I think whenever anybody you know it's Benson so there are people walking by all constantly all the time yeah people are always stopping and looking in and if if we're out there, we say, come on in, take a look. Yeah. Um, and everybody's like, wow, it's so beautiful. But the general public doesn't necessarily know, first of all, that we're even here. And if yeah, we are sure. here, what we do. So that's, but we've also really only been officially open since February. So that's mm-hmm. a pretty common problem for a new business. Fair any, enough. Any new business. But right. that's that's what we're hoping to, to let people know that we're here and, and what we do. That's great. And you've got drinks and food and all of that as well. And a, a space that you can really set up differently depending yes. on what you're doing which is really 
nice yeah, to have. Yeah, we do. It's a it's convertible, so right now it's set up sort of as a a, um, a theater, but mm-hmm. it can also be tables and chairs. Can be a cabaret setting. It can be yeah. completely open, so we could do workshops in here mm-hmm. and classes and for sure. So, yep. So whose whose dream was this? How did this all come about? That it that it got renovated and all of that. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So um, Benson Theater is absolutely the dream child of Amy Ryan. Okay. Um, and Amy uh, used to have the the pizza shop next door when oh, it was okay. the pizza shop. Oh. And then she bought the house, the, the place next to that and, and had the B-side, which did some cabaret stuff, some comedy okay. and some little things like that. Um, and But she, she just had this dream that she wanted to have a big, beautiful space that people could come and take classes and and yeah. we could do shows and they could have concerts and um and she made it happen she went out wow. and, and raised a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. with a whole bunch of really amazing people that helped like jim mammal and chip davis and um a lot of amazing investors that also saw that dream and thought mm-hmm. they wanted to be a part of it so yeah. that's and it was yeah about 10 12 years in the making Wow. Very nice. Well, and it makes sense in this part of town. This really is kind of a, kind of an artsy area. Right. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for a space like this to be here. Fair enough. That's right in. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it used to be a vaudeville theater. It did. That's how it started. In, the, in uh, next year, in in 2023, it'll be 100 years old. It'll be a century. Wow. So no kidding. It in 1923 is when it opened, and as a vaudeville theater, and it was that for a little while, and then, um, and then it was kind of closed for a while and uh and then it opened again as a cinema Hmm. so they had movies here until sometime in the 50s and then since then it has been it was many many different retail outlets and then it was finally abandoned and just a mess and so it was gutted and this is what it turned into yeah (laughs) i saw a lot of pictures online it looked like it was just a huge transformation yeah oh it was well, and you you guys made it through the pandemic. For, I mean, we're not quite out of it, but we're hopefully coming out of it. So how did that go with all of this construction happening at the same time and the tr- trying to fundraise? And right. Well, the, it, one thing is that the theater wasn't technically open. It opened in 21, but there mm-hmm. was a staff. And um, again, Amy was really committed to making sure that nobody was let go, even though it was a pandemic and mm-hmm. it was hard. So she... She worked at getting a lot of um, government grants, a lot of that kind of stuff, and nobody, everybody stayed employed cool. throughout Very nice. it. So. Very nice. That's great. Well, she's somebody to know if she can get grants like this. That's amazing. <laughs> she, could, she could teach us all a few things. Right. She could. She's kind, of a, she's kind of a genius at the whole grant game, for sure. And, and Jason Levering, who is, um, also works here, and Jason, is, uh, he, he helps a lot with grant writing and everything. Yes, so, absolutely. Yep. Yes, I'm, yeah, he's got a play he's uh, writing right now that he's uh, showing off at Fringe and then we're all reading and I get to be a part of that. He's a super, super nice guy. Oh, it's such a pleasure to meet you and I know you've been doing theater for quite a while. Yes. I have. So, yes. and you've done some things it. at the Playhouse, I think, right? Uh, Was it? Yeah, everywhere. Oh, Playhouse okay. and Nebraska Shakespeare and The Rose and yeah. I mean, I've been an acting and directing for a really long time. Oh, really? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, so, that's yeah. Great. There's not many places that I haven't done something. That happens when you get to 60 so. uh, that's, a, yay, that's okay <laughs> oh well, it's a pleasure to meet you thank you so much for taking the time and, and to telling meet us you. about this and best of luck in in this new beautiful endeavor yes, thank you thank you very here, much and welcome to Benson Theater thank yay. you thank you <laughs> 
All right, <laughs> and now we are being visited by Carrie Forrester, who is one of the yes. actors in the play. She and and also Jared Chernoshek, another one of the actors in the play. And the name of the play, of course, is American Son by Christopher Demos Brown, directed by Kathy Tyree. Thank you both. Yes. For talking with us today. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you for having much. us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. This is a really interesting show. I think this yes. is probably, and it was just written just a few years ago, mm -hmm. too, so it's still really play. fresh and right. into our era. What is, what is some of the main things that you had to grapple with during this production? Yeah, tell us about the play. For, for those who may not know American Sun since it's new. Yeah. Um, I believe that American Sun is truly a show that is a public conversation that usually happens privately amongst different cultures. Okay. Um, really, it is a show where you can sit with many different people from many different backgrounds, and they can relate to each and every single character. But then when someone else speaks that maybe has a different perspective, you really go, oh, yeah. Okay, I get it now, or I can see that point. Yeah. So again, it's really having an important conversation yeah. in your face, um, just kind of from all different types of views. Yeah. So you guys play a couple together, right? Actually, so we do not play oh. the couple. Yeah, so I play uh, Officer oh. Paul Larkin. And okay. So I am kind of the liaison and uh, the mediator, or lack thereof. No. Oh, okay. Uh, All at right. The, at the local police station that Kendra runs into during this chaotic night. Uh, um, yes. Okay. And his character and my character really find ourselves clashing. Um, there's a lot that happens where people have certain stereotypes that are just kind of ingrained in our heads just with how we grew up or what we learned or the experiences that we've had and so a lot of that really kind of shows in our dialogue and conflict mm. okay wow. mm -hmm. and does that get resolved do you have you have your moment well you'll have to come and <laughs> right. see. you gotta come see right. but right. spoiler alert I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, you'll see big moments from us. Absolutely. That's so now, uh, the sort of the basic story of the play is just basically, and not giving anything away, the, the sort of the setup would be what? Yeah, so it's kind of a couple hours um, early, early morning. Um, okay. in this Florida uh, police station. Okay. Um, Kendra, you know, is looking for her son. Okay. He's not answering his phone. She hasn't seen him. Wants to know where he is, right? So naturally, like any extremely worried mother would, right. she goes to the police. Mm -hmm. But um, because of her being a black woman and mm -hmm. having this mm -hmm. very tall, you know, black son, kind of the gauntlet that she's put through may yeah. not be the same that everybody else would be put through. Right. Um, and so that's mm -hmm. kind of explored. And then, you know, her estranged husband, who's an FBI agent and also white, shows up okay. and it's an entirely different mm. gauntlet and relationship that he's put through with this mm -hmm. white police officer whom I play. Um, and all in this quest of just caring for their son, wanting to know where is he? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that is the setup. That's a hell of a setup. Yeah, and then wonderfully put. The oh, yeah. play happens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic American son, I'm assuming referring to your son in My the play. My son. Okay, who uh, has something has happened and we don't know. We don't but know. But you are looking for him. Where is he? Excellent. Okay, so what did you think? Because it is a newer play, and, and there's a lot of um, newer material coming out um, addressing these kind of topics, sort of 
as never before. Mm -hmm. um, what did you think about this particular? Um, do, uh, how do you think it addresses these certain topics? Were you were you pretty happy with the sort of the conversations that come up in, in the play? Did, did did some of it make sense? Did some of it not make sense? Well, being from the community mm -hmm. of people of color, yes. um, I completely understand. Um, there are a lot of racial tensions and, of course, tensions between the African-American community mm -hmm. and the police, you know? For sure. Um, so with that being said, I think that especially this play was written in what, about 2016? Yeah. Before a lot of things happened, like the Black Lives Matter movement and before we lost right a before. lot of people. Yeah. I think that he did a great job in really being able to hit the nail on the head when it comes to some of these conversation topics that we saw kind of unfolding in the media before our eyes. So yes. he's right on point and it's scary, crazy. Um, and just kind of lets you know how long this has been happening mm -hmm. and yeah. that it has continued enough for those conversation topics to be extremely relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. So, so it does. It, it, it uh, the very much the topics and the and the stuff coming up. It does ring true to you. It seems it, it it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. It does ring true. That's nice to hear. I I love to see theater that makes people think like that. And mm -hmm. um, we're in even just the origins of theater. It's always been somehow political or cultural. It's always been that. It's makes always been think. teaching that lesson. Makes you think, and, makes you feel. And even, you know, gender is, is so hard. And we're gonna be girls for a second. Go like, for it. There, oh, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are times that I just yeah. tell him, you have to do this. Because yeah. if I do it, they're not, it, yep. we're not gonna get the response that we yeah. need because yep. they don't yeah. wanna hear it. We yep. deal with that. We deal with that all the time. So mm -hmm. I can only imagine you know how how it is for BIPOC people, yeah, as well, or even even LGBTQ, yeah. or mm -hmm. talking about like to Completely. have that on top of it is I don't I don't understand why our society is where it is today. So yeah. I, I appreciate theater that's addressing some of these issues. Yes, yeah. well, and as you said, and you guys were saying, there's 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 the different viewpoints. There's all kinds mm -hmm. of different viewpoints and thoughts that come up in the course of this play, which is always so valuable. Absolutely. Because then that makes you think about something different. Because then you hear this one, then you hear this one. Oh, what about this one? Mm -hmm. Right, right. And that was one of the things that stuck out to me originally. You know, like as an actor, this is exactly the kind of theater I want to be doing. Yeah. Um, as a, you know, yeah. a straight white male, right? Like it's a mm -hmm. very different relationship with the text. Um, and I really can't think of anybody who wouldn't, you know, leave this show with something to talk about. It yeah. asks questions and then asks you to answer. That's and cool. then 10 minutes later, after you think you've found your answer, a new character presents a different viewpoint and mm -hmm. in a different stance. It gives um, you something new to think about. Yeah, so it's really one of those shows where I'm consciously inviting certain people who, you know, may benefit from this dialogue in, in these mm -hmm. relationships. That's huge. Um, you mm -hmm. know, we have such an amazing director who for every show, if she can, makes sure that she talks to the writer. And she sat Ooh. down and let us know that she had spoken with him. And she said, what do you want people to take away from this show? How do you want them to perceive the characters? And from what the answer from the writer was is that I don't want anybody to leave that theater hating anyone. Yeah. I don't want any of these characters to be misunderstood or 
and for them to leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth, no matter what. But it's just like, as Jared was speaking earlier, there are certain ways that different people have different relationships. And so I just would love it. I, of course, I would love to be able to be perfect all the time <laughs> as an actress, and I know that that might not happen. Um, however, what I would really love to be able to do is execute my character in such a way where people truly understand. Are people going to get that Kendra is being discarded while her husband is being tended to you know even with yeah. through the anger um right. there's kendra is described by the officer as ghetto you know and she's well spoken she has yeah. a phd in psychology she uh, there are nuances that i really mm. believe as actors as a cast we've all have a passion to be able to tell this story in the right way so even certain nuances are understood yeah so that's that's the task for us that's the challenge wow well and that is an excellent and especially with conversations like the ones that are uh that you guys are uh having in this play and and the issues that you're dealing with really the more you get to it it is all about that the nuance mm -hmm. it isn't just the well this happened so then that's bad mm -hmm. or that's good well no 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 look at the new you know mm -hmm. not always mm -hmm. you know and and i and I, I i think that maybe has become a problem for a lot of us and i don't know why but less and less people seem to get nuance mm -hmm. anymore. And I don't mm -hmm. know why that has stopped. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. But it's nice to see that younger folks are still getting it. <laughs> 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 because I did when I was young. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. what, what happened to the, the death of nuance? What? Right. Does nobody understand mm -hmm. this anymore? Right. <laughs> and it's nice to hear and see that kind of thing happening, especially about all of these topics that are literally in our face right now yeah. every day and we are we're grappling with them as a society as we speak mm -hmm. for good or bad it's yeah. it's going to happen we'll see what happens we'll see what happens <laughs> so come to the show you might have to come a couple of times well yeah to really you know when Absolutely. you watch something and then you watch it again and you're catching things that mm -hmm. you missed because maybe you were thinking about sure. something else and so this is a show that i would invite people to come see maybe a couple of times to really yeah, get it for sure well, let's talk about you guys for a second. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm going to assume that, that this is not your first show, Jared. Yeah. So you may have done a show before. I, yeah, I have. I, um, yeah, my relationship with acting and theater you know, started with my family when I was six years old. And awesome. then I just graduated from UNO with my acting and directing degree. So Excellent. now we're, we're shopping for grad schools and, and cool. kind of considering even furthering on that path here. But like I said, to have an opportunity like this um, and to be telling this kind of story especially, is yeah. it's beautiful. Um, and also where I'm at in my own life as an artist and in, in wanting to hear other sides and, and yeah. learning about, you know, my race and, and other ethnicities and, and the relationship there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just beautiful. Um, so I'm thrilled to be on stage and, and working with actors like uh, Carrie and, and the whole team. For sure. Uh, is there a front runner for grad school right now? Um, I'm basically, I'm, I'm planning on attending, uh, the Erdas, uh, this winter. And so okay. basically just auditioning in a big cattle call manner. Yeah. And yeah. You, you and talk with them afterwards, right? Huh. We'll, and see what happens. We'll see who wants me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? So, hey, cool. Yeah. That's actually a good way to do that. And it seems like I've been hearing theater stuff like that a lot where 
they'll come. Everybody comes together in one place, and you have people from all Knock across the country, out. and the actors can just go there and audition for hundreds of places. Right. <laughs> and I know it's been virtual, and so hopefully now I'm thinking it'll be in person. We'll start to do the in person. Back to the normal. It always eh, works out a little better. Yeah. So, and I'm going to ask a noob question because that's what ask a noob that's question. That's what makes us good because I that's have great. I have noob questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's a theater person, so so does is that for acting or is that for directing or both? Yeah, so I started as an actor and I've always been an actor, and then I learned, gosh, you can tell beautiful stories and, and directing is so cool. Yes, um, and and actually, you know, during this rehearsal process, me and my best friend were directing a show uh, for the Omaha Fringe Festival, oh, and so I'd Fringe leave Festival. this rehearsal and go to that one, and cool. right after tonight, like that's what I'll be doing. That's great. Um, but I'm, my plan for grad school would be focused more on that acting, yeah. on the um, acting, being being on the stage. Uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. What's the what's the thing you're directing for it for, uh, for Fringe? Uh, it's called One Sided. One Sided, okay. Which is totally different than, than this Completely type of show. Completely different. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talked to them a couple weeks ago. Yes, oh, indeed. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This... yeah. I'm doing a Jason Levering's doing his yeah. script that he's writing, and I'm one of the readers for That's that. Awesome. So. Yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. It's been fun. We'll do that this weekend. And what about you, Carrie? Yes. Yeah. I'm. Well, this isn't your first rodeo, I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I am a music girl myself um okay jared let me just go ahead and just speak to jared really quick he is amazing in the audition process he uh was able to audition for a couple of characters and we auditioned as husband and wife and you know of course him as paul larkin the role he's currently in Mm -hmm. but man this man could even play kendra i mean (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) he is incredible i he i respect him so much in his craft and his process and one day I'm going to be as great as he is but I just know he's going to be somewhere he's going to go places so I'm honored to be with him uh, in this part of his journey and I always say don't forget me that's Um, right I'll slip you your 20 bucks after this that was great Uh, I I thought we agreed on 25 but that's okay that's right that's right um, me, myself, yeah, I started musically uh, when I was about three years old, oh, and then I began singing classically and competing as the first African-American and youngest African-American uh, classical singer. I've been to about 30-some-odd different oh, countries. Um, mom was a DJ uh, on the radio, and my father played gospel and classical piano. Nice. And so um, I grew up with a diverse musical background around me Um, so with that being said of course going into musical theater coming from the opera world yeah you were doing a lot of opera I was doing a lot of operas uh, as a kid and then I said man oh man this musical theater stuff looks awesome and I jumped into that and I've been blessed enough to be able to now segue into more plays but never anything like this I'm gonna say is this guys this a little this bit of a part this, yeah. this is a whole new world for me. Now, mm-hmm. I'm blessed enough to be a part of like the dinner detective where I go and it's a lot of improv and I'm <sighs> silly and funny and crazy. Uh, but this is very, this is a whole new world. So I hope that I'm doing justice for this, but I know that this experience has completely opened a new door to theater for me so i'm really excited to see where i will go in theater from here absolutely well and it's it's sometimes people who are more musical don't really like the the acting piece they they like more of the musical piece but you you're liking 
both. I'm loving both. Well, I think it's instant gratification Mm -hmm. when it comes to musicals and singing. If you're all right, people just love you. Oh, my gosh. And I could see you here. And why don't you go to Broadway? Mm -hmm. This is more demanding. This is more telling. This is more vulnerability. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so Kendra especially um, has to, as my director would say, she's on a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. She's this way with one character, this way with another. She's up here, down here, and you don't want your audience to get bored sitting watching somebody scream the whole show. So Mm -hmm. you got to really be able to give a lot of different you you got to hit a bunch of levels yeah right. for sure yeah. well yeah. i'm sure uh, probably everybody in the play given the nature of the play everyone treats you different oh yeah mm-hmm. you get a different treatment for every single person that you encounter in mm-hmm. this play yeah, mm-hmm. yeah yeah which is part of the point yeah it's part of the point yeah yeah i yeah i i love that where you can just point and go did you see that mm-hmm. like from from the observer yeah mm-hmm. From the observer, because we've neat. had those conversations yes, even just do. about us, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like, did you see? And how she that and she tells me things like that, <laughs> that that I don't notice, and she's like, "Did you just see that?" <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. "Yes, I did. What did I see?" Right. And then she's like, "Da da da da," and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> right. I get this now. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw it, but I didn't see it. Right." Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. very it's, interesting. It's happened both ways. Yeah, well, yes, because yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, some weird things have happened, and I'm like, okay, We're this is what just happened. right, exactly. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you catch what he said. Mm-hmm. All right, this is what he really. Meant. So wonderful. <laughs> so you're from Omaha, then? Omaha, born you and are. raised. Oh yes, wow, definitely. That's great. And Omaha and doing opera. Omaha and doing opera. Yeah. Um, I went to school in Mississippi Valley State University. I okay. did shows like American Idol and NBC's The Sing Off. Mm-hmm. And so I was offered a full ride scholarship to go to, thank you, to go to a HBCU. Mm-hmm. And it was such a life-altering experience coming from Omaha that, yes, sure. is a melting pot. Mm-hmm. However, in my classical world, I was the only one. I would say you were probably the only now, one. Now, I'll be transparent enough to say when I was sitting the first day in our psychology class at this historically black college slash university, mm-hmm. um, when it, our professor said, when did you find out you were black? And I said, what? And when did you find out you were black? And I said, today. Because in Omaha, it never came up. I knew that I didn't have blue eyes. I knew that I didn't have blonde hair. So there was certain things, you know, and when looking for roles or, you know, again, you'd get treated differently. But I just thought it was because of things that I didn't have, not who I was. And to be amongst people with all different kinds of experiences, you go, wow. But to be in a place in Mississippi where there are neighborhoods of thriving black people Mm -hmm. but you you can't think of that here you can't tell me one area of a thriving black community and or i mean the superintendent that we just got a few years ago she's black that's awesome but there weren't black ceos and black presidents of organizations our racism here is quiet You know, you just know your place, Mm -hmm. and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And to be able to see that where I was in Mississippi, and they literally hung a black boy from the tree outside of Mm -hmm. our dorm. Yeah, I was going to say, it's right out in the open down there. It's in your face. Mm -hmm. I kind of prefer the in your face. I've had guns pointed in my face being in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. I've had different experiences Mm -hmm. where here, when I needed help or even calling out to the police, and it's 
different. At least there, they told me who and what I was, and that's not going to happen. Yes. Rather than being here and kind of getting the runaround and the string along. Um, so yeah. again, I think that this show has even brought up some things for me where it's just like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Excellent. I, I tell you, I, we, we, we got to come see this one. Yeah. So, and that, and we haven't been to Benson before, so it's be a good excuse to come to the theater. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. For sure. Well, um, and I think t- just telling, the, I think telling all the stories are just so important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I lived in Tulsa, I went to um, OSU Tulsa Center, mm-hmm. and it had Langston University, mm-hmm. which is predominantly African-American, mm-hmm. but it was there, and they did all the business classes, and I was trying to finish up my business school, and then they had OSU and mm-hmm. OU, who don't get along yeah, ever, yeah. Uh-huh. right? No, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> but the, the crazy thing was, they didn't tell us that the campus that we were on, where it was, in Greenwood, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know, I didn't know the story, I didn't know any of the stories until we were watching, because I love Regina. King, love her. Oh, Regina mm-hmm. King. Oh, yeah. Love her the, so the, much. The, the, the Watchmen show on HBO. Watchmen. Oh, when yeah. Oh, like, that's my, when, yeah. When they tied her. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And I was like, why didn't they tell me all this? Yeah. I was, here I am going to school on this brand new beautiful campus, mm-hmm. and I don't even know where I'm going. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. went to school there. And, Tell the stories. And, and there wasn't even like a plaque or, yeah. or uh, nothing. I literally, yeah. after the show, when, I real, when it hit me, all I did was cry. I right. had heard the term Black Wall Street, but I had not known what it was connected to. Mm-hmm. And then when they started to talk about it, I read, remember reading about that incident specifically because of the plane yeah. that flew through town and was dropping stuff mm-hmm. on people. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's like the only instance of that like ever happening yeah. in the United mm-hmm. States history. Can you imagine the thousands of stories oh that you God. will never hear? Yeah, th- they're gone. The thousands of plaques that yep. will never be, even here sitting in Benson, mm. what could have been or what was or how things really came about, that we'll absolutely never know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's huge. Now He's I'm just going to be like a little... Yeah, well, I get it. I'm sorry. No, I'm there with you. I get it. And that's the thing that people don't really realize about our culture Mm -hmm. is that everything is gone. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference when somebody can say, oh, I'm Irish, I'm Scottish, or Mm -hmm. I'm German, or I'm, if you call someone in Germany Irish, come on, baby, that's a problem. But there are 55 countries in Africa that are the same way. We don't know where we came from. We don't have that privilege to be able to say, this is our culture, this is our history. Then we get here, and again, things are stripped away. Things are whitewashed or Mm -hmm. just untold or unspoken and not man. So we are just a people that are literally trying to thrive and find Mm -hmm. ourselves and make our own culture, which then gets adopted we'll say by others you yeah. know and then like country music rock right. and roll music edm mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. a lot of things that will forever be forgotten of where it really originated and started Absolutely. Yeah. so hopefully conversations like this shows like this right. movies and whatnot media mm-hmm. will yeah. do their job sure. yeah. in trying to recover some of that because yeah. there's a lot i will never know yeah right. there's a lot that's been lost and it's shocking mm-hmm. So in doing this, did you find that that your role was, did you struggle at, at all with any of part of your Cause role? Because you kind of got to play, I, it sounds like you kind of got to play a jerk a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that's and, a great question. And, and not everybody's comfortable with playing that kind of role. 
You know what right. I mean? And I shouldn't say like, oh, it was so fun. As an actor, I can understand that because yeah. I played a jerk before <laughs> right, and right, I found right. it very satisfying, right, but not right. not because I was a jerk. Of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I decided kind of pretty early on in, in kind of exploring the character. I said, I don't think he's a racist cop. I think he's a really good cop. I think mm-hmm. he's really good at what he does. And yeah. in that is a part of a racist system. Um, yes. Yeah. And that, what does that look like? You know, to mm-hmm. be so committed to your job and, and in that you're, you're hurting people and, and, and you're looking at others and scrutinizing others under a microscope, mm-hmm. you know, and, and what does that say just about the, the system and, mm-hmm. and the, the role yeah. is a, you know, the career, right? Um, and, and that's bigger than, you know, any one person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which, and, well, which, and that's, and that's so topical because you say that, cause that's really what our society is starting to look at now over the past few years. It's like, okay, maybe not single out all these people. Maybe we should look at the, the system as a whole. What mm-hmm. blueprint, you know, yeah. are they given? And, and there's this mm-hmm. whole, there's a yeah, exactly. scene where there's kind of an interrogation process mm-hmm. and I'm just asking questions and they're not the same questions he probably would be asking. And there's, you know, of, of a white mother. Um, and so, so it's mm-hmm. been really fun for me to explore. Mm-hmm. And like I said, just reading the script, it, it challenged so many of my own preconceptions and, yeah. and things. And it's, it's Cognitive just a piece that, yeah, it kind continues of to just, mm-hmm. um, and I'm excited to invite, you know, my, my family from a, a small rural town to come see this show and engage see what they think, in yeah. a dialogue, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, to me, like, that's what theater is about, like, as you mentioned. Right. And so to, to be in a show that, no, maybe it's not, um, directly related to you know who I am when I'm walking down the street but certainly carries over and yes. certainly mm-hmm. opens my perspective um, right. 100% absolutely for sure oh wow that for sounds sure. like sounds like you guys are ready to go even like Almost. Well, you guys are opening on the 18th, so what? You're yeah. off book officially Less today, right? Off book today. Yep. Today's your first day off book? Yes, all but right. Wednesday is our preview, oh. and Thursday it all begins. So yeah. even if you can, anyone can, yeah. come to the preview show. Just come have a seat, look and listen. Oh, yeah. oh I would yeah. love that. Yes. That's my birthday. We should do it. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Wednesday is your birthday. <laughs> I'm old. <Ooh. laughs> hey, 19 is not up there. That's right. See? We <laughs> got a lot of years gotta to keep, go. Gotta that's keep right. that liquor away from me. <laughs> Just a little while longer. <laughs> well, Carrie and Jared, thank you guys yeah, so you. much thank for talking you. with us today. It's really been nice to meet you yes. and to talk with you. And uh, it's really been great to be here at the Benson Theater, too. Yeah, uh, enjoy your time here, for sure. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> this Please is a great place. Be. I'm sure you'll be here soon. <laughs> I would love to come here. Yes, yeah. indeed. What a wonderful place. It um, is. Have a great run. Great yeah. All of and the legs that you can. <laughs> and uh, what do you got coming up? What do you got coming up after this? Or do you? More classical music? Well, more plays. Y'all know Dream Girls is coming. Oh, as well as Fences. That's right. Um, See? So, I mean, we have a huge, uh, especially the Omaha Community Playhouse yes. has an incredible that's lineup, right, Little Shop do. of Horrors. I, know. I like to, you know, sing Suddenly Seymour. Oh. You know, um, but. <laughs> Stephen was climbing the walls. He was telling us about Little Shop because uh, isn't that one of the ones he. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, Little Shop. He has a. He tattoo. has two tattoos. Oh, yeah. And one of them is Little Shop. Well, I think he. I don't know if he only well, has two tattoos. Yeah, but the two I didn't claimed. see any of them. He claims two. <laughs> he claims two. Yeah. And there are two shows in the season, Rent 
And Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Yeah. And Dream Girls and, yes. and, and. I mean, the list goes yeah, on and OCP's on. And that's just that one theater. Mm. I'm sure there's yeah. an amazing lineup here at Benson, The mm. Rose, Loft, Blue Barn. I mean, stuff. everybody's got a lot of stuff You're going working. on. I know. So We're just back. wish me luck in yes. all the auditions. Yes. And that I just keep thriving. Please. Like yes, I've you will. Done for America. We will fun. look forward to seeing you somewhere else after yes. this. Thank you. Because <laughs> that you. will happen. Hopefully, Both Hollywood soon. For yeah, Jared and I, if he oh, remembers. There you go. <laughs> Actually, as 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 an opera singer, what was one of your favorite songs to sing? Did Ooh. did you have a favorite? Um, Simi Kiamano Mimi. I just love anything that's huge and big, where you can soar your high notes and whatnot, okay. and shake the walls with your voice. So again, that's another thing that's different. As an opera singer, I'm never used to hearing, you need to project more. No, because your, your voice fills every type of hall and or outside. Here, speaking as Kendra, my director saying project more and it's like what now this is different this okay. is new yeah all right let me give it to you uh, but yeah so i'm excited we'll see what's coming well you Sweet. sound kind of soft-spoken but you can belt it oh i can belt it Apparently. yes Apparently. i can belt that thing. <laughs> <laughs> excellent well thank you guys so much yes thank, thank you. you so nice to meet you thanks pleasure <laughs> excellent excellent all right, and we are here still at the Benson Theater, and we are talking with the director herself, Yay. Kathy Tyree. Hello. She is directing uh, the play, American Son. Thank you for talking yes. with us. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. Thank, Thank you, you for taking the time. So you get to do stuff all over town. I do. And and I'm I'm have I'm I'm trying to keep track of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm trying to keep track of myself. Okay. <laughs> It's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have. Oh, well, so you're you've, you're going to do some things at Omaha Community Playhouse this mm -hmm, year, mm -hmm. and is that where you normally are? Like your full time day is that kind yeah, of? Yeah, during the day, um, I'm on staff as okay. the director of inclusion and community engagement. Yeah. Okay. And then I'm also a singer, actor, director, yes. and producer. Mm -hmm. um, I have Kathy Tyree Productions, mm -hmm. and then I perform all over the city. Um, yeah, they've called you the Omaha Queen of Soul. Yes. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> well, so yeah. So yeah, I've done quite a bit of directing and cool. directing at the Playhouse. So. Oh, great. And uh, have another show coming up uh, in January. Dream Girls. Okay. So we, yeah. You're directing Dream Girls over um, there. Yeah, I am. Oh man, I that's going to be a huge yeah. audition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've talked to so many people. Are like, you know, they're doing Dream Girls in January. <laughs> oh, we're yes. excited. We're yes, excited. I think everyone is yeah. for that one for yeah. sure. Yeah, and so now you're here in Vincent so doing I'm this. Blessed yes. to be here in Vincent. Yeah. yeah. American Sun, which yeah. is a newer, not even ten years old yet. So newer. Yeah, yeah. Christopher wrote that in 2016. Yes, yeah. we were played uh, addressing uh, a lot a of subjects. A biracial couple, yeah. A mm -hmm. lot of subjects that are pretty much front and center right now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one of the things that um, we talk about, well, we've had lots of discussions in the rehearsal because the, the script just lends to that. Mm -hmm. You just got to talk through some of this stuff yeah. um, sure. because it's so heavy at times. Um, but although it was written in 2016, it's still extremely relevant today. Um, a lot of this play will hopefully have the audience thinking about perspective and perception mm -hmm. and um, what makes us who we are and how that causes us to view others 
and how we engage each other as a society, Mm -hmm. as people, as, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So what's, so what has been the the challenge for this, um, for you? I mean, you've got all these different perspectives and how do you, how do you mesh them? I know that the script is a script, but you've got so many other pieces of it to make it work. Yeah. Um, it hasn't, the the script is really, really well written. Christopher did a beautiful job with this script. And these actors are so invested in telling this story Mm. and bringing these characters to life on stage. And so they, they really, um, do their homework. They really ask meaningful questions, Mm. um, and important questions in rehearsals. They take direction really well. They're all like sponges. If I ask for something, Then I see it, and nice. it's like, oh wow, you know. Nice. And so it, it has working with um, these four actors and putting the show together with them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the word challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Very been nice. a gift. It's been a gift. Very nice. And yeah. just and just four people in this play. It's just four people. Small play, yeah. small cast yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the main characters we never see, um, and that's Jamal. That's that's the the focus the son the american the, son. the american son and he is actually never seen in the play no he's okay. never seen okay yeah oh. yeah well I, I, we we don't want spoilers I know. but you want. know you know all about him well yeah you know you, you learn all many about many him. people know this show and know mm-hmm. this play and yes. the movie with carrie washington and yes yeah <laughs> yes 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 but still there's a lot of people who haven't seen it so i don't want to i don't want to ruin anything right. because right. because right, they right. need to come see yeah it. yeah come see it and experience this um, and, and you will be sad if you miss this yes you really really well and a lot of opportunity for good conversation in a absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. theater yeah. what a wonderful space you it really is here. this this space is so beautiful and and it's full of kind energy and kind people yes uh which adds to the beauty of the theater so that's great yeah so did they come to you and say we've got this play and it's it's dealing with issues that that society is dealing with now would you direct it or how did how did that all come about um they, they just said kathy will you direct this <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that <laughs> you did it so much more eloquently <laughs> They, it's an they, important play, and yeah, I, I, and it's I assume an that they know play. that. Make sure yeah, that's give it to the right absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. give it to the right person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. How did you How did you decide to get the directing bug? So you've got you've got the performing bug and yeah. the theater bug. Yeah. How did you decide to do the directing? Um, I've been performing forty plus years. Yeah. Yes, I started when I was two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. For um, you. <laughs> <laughs> and in 2018, I went to a workshop at the Union for Contemporary Arts mm. with Denise Chapman and they had brought in uh, director uh, Carla Stilwell from Chicago. Okay. And so Denise is like, just come to the, the workshop. I had no intentions of becoming a director. And I went to the workshop. I, I uh, um, participated in the whole nine yards. And Carla pulled Denise to the side and said she has something. And Denise Chapman, being who she is, before I knew it, she had me directing a staged reading at the Union, oh. and it was very successful, um, in large part because of the beautiful actors that were in it. 
And then uh, Great Plains Theater Commons invited me, and then it just took off from there. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. and you've got so much to do already at the Playhouse, too, but I yeah. bet it's just nice to be able to, to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm a creative at my core. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and, and like I tell people all the time, this is my ministry. Mm-hmm. This is how God uses me mm-hmm. um, outside of the four walls of the church. And yeah. so... I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And I'm blessed to be able to wake up every day and do what I love. Yeah. Everybody doesn't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I do not take it lightly and I do not take it for granted. Mm, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that you're you're able to, to work at all of these different theaters in Omaha. Yeah. And I know you're making a, a huge impact I at the Playhouse. So. I hope so. And <laughs> who do you think needs to see this play? I think everybody um, needs to see it, regardless of age, Mm -hmm. race, gender, class. Everyone needs to see it because it sparks conversation. Mm -hmm. And that is the way to change. That is the way to become more inclusive. And that is the way to create equity and understanding. Mm -hmm. It's conversations. It starts with conversations and asking those tough questions and being willing to not only ask the questions, not only give your side and your opinion, but be able to receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't always agree by yeah. the time and that's that it's okay. over. But mm-hmm. that's, and okay. that's okay. Yeah. And the point is the conversation. Not and an you argument. have better understanding yeah. when mm-hmm. the conversation is over. Yeah, not an argument, not people yelling at each other, right. but a conversation. Yeah, and that's what needed. a piece like this, again, I, like I said, it's so beautifully written, but that's what a piece like this invokes in people it's just conversation to say why why does that character feel that way why does that character respond that way why in the world would they think that Mm -hmm. why would they do that yeah Yeah. i i think it's interesting that they picked police officers for this particular play too and it's it's like police officers make a quick judgment about the people that they see Mm -hmm. and a lot of it's because they have to assess the situation, they, but they also have they to assess to. what's the safety part of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I think people will do that in real life, but they don't realize we're all just people, you right. know, just trying to trying to survive. And, mm-hmm. and I think somewhere we lose the humanity right? Um, in that. Very much so. So I think it's really interesting that they choose those characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got to see people as people and not as categories. Right. Yeah, otherwise it gets dehumanized. That's difficult to do sometime based upon your experience, Mm -hmm. your life experience. Yes. Um, You know, it is interesting that you have three police officers on this stage with this one civilian who is trained to understand minds, okay? Yeah. Um, But because of each of their individual and unique life experiences, even amongst those three officers, they all engage differently. Differently. Yes. And they all execute differently. Mm -hmm. That exceeds beyond their training Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. who they are professionally. Right. But who they are as people. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh, what a powerful play. Yes, and can't wait to see this. what a great person to direct it. Thank you. Yes. Thank Sounds like yes. for you. Thank you so much. For I appreciate sure, yes. you both. Much, con- much continued success uh, with your rehearsals and the opening yes. of the play. Thank Please you. break all of the legs for this. <laughs> yeah, they'll have to come up with another name for you. You can be Omaha's Queen of Soul and Omaha's Queen of 
directing <laughs> several theaters. <laughs> That'll work. I'm always queen of all over the place. There you go. <laughs> I think it's great. Thank you. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet Very you. Very nice too. to meet you. And this is Kathy Tyree, and she is directing American Son at the Benson Theater. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. All right. American Sun will be at the Benson Theater from August 18th through the 21st and the 25th through the 27th. Tickets can be purchased online at Benson Theater, T H E A T R E dot org. Thank you for listening and supporting the arts in the Platte River area and beyond. Please subscribe to our podcast so you are sure to catch all of our future episodes and join us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Music for this podcast was used with permission by Screaming Skull Productions. See you next time on the Platte River Bard.